0: Get ready for adventures on the high seas of Galarian. This is the Called Shot Podcast.
1: (laughs) Last week, I had you all roll perception checks, except I didn't let you roll them because something is sneaking up on you in the dark, so let's get that out right now. Perception checks, everybody. Come on, baby. Oh, are you
2: kidding me? Mm-hmm.
1: All right, let's go around the table, starting with Chad. Well, I rolled a natural one, so that's a total of four. Okay, okay, that might that might be a little low. I can't see my own feet.
3: <laughs> Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Uh, Arc got an eight. Hmm. <laughs> all right, well, Zugray adds a plus ten to his roll, so he got a fifteen.
0: Seventeen.
1: Excellent rolls all the way around. So as you all are leaving the Ten Shrouds Inn where you just enjoyed a dinner with Aitesh al-Abadar. You see nothing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, we're blind.
1: <laughs> Except the town before you. So it's late at night. I'm going to say it's right around midnight. You guys are, I
0: believe, everybody is headed back to the ship for the evening. So wait, would we not get any pluses or anything considering we we knew we were looking for something since we did see something on the way in? I, I gave you all a plus four. Okay
1: I could have probably given you all a
3: plus nine and you still would see the same thing
0: (laughs) just making sure yeah Yeah. Yeah.
3: well Zugray has a bad feeling about this so he's gonna hide under Ark's cloak Good
1: <laughs> So how does Ark feel about Zagre hiding between your legs? He probably doesn't notice.
5: <laughs> but that being said, you now smell even worse. Than <laughs> just imagine, like... I mean, because it's just non-washed bear skin for the last ten years.
2: Ooh, yeah. I think at some point, Fane and Sebastian might have uh, surreptitiously prestidigitated you to get rid of that. I think you nah. would have noticed. Unwashed dolphin
4: <laughs> with jungle taint, I mean. <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> Alright, so everybody
1: is headed back to uh, the ship that you all are going to spend the night. Is there anything that you need to accomplish before going sleep for the night? Uh, unless there's a happening party along the way.
2: There's probably a few parties going on, but... Um, not until we get back to the ship. At that point, Sebastian is uh, actually going to catch Fane as he heads for the captain's cabin. Okay. Uh, Captain. Yes? Uh, let us step inside for a moment. We need to uh, we need to speak. I have a uh, request, I suppose, proposition, if you prefer. Okay. And uh, once they're safely ensconced away from the the uh, One or on the yeah, train that's right. the <laughs> <laughs> You Emma Vance, Bastion. <laughs> it is a very pretty train, <laughs> I can tell you that. Cask of grog. <laughs> yeah, we got the good stuff on this <laughs> ship. So, Captain, uh, as uh, I've seen, you're quite good with languages, and I suspect uh, scripts as well, yes?
4: I have my necks, yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, here's what I uh, what i am proposing. My intention tomorrow is to go to the uh, Chelish Embassy here in Blood Cove. I believe they may have some uh, potential information for us on shipping routes for chillish merchants uh, military fleet movements and perhaps some uh, information on infernal contracts that may be related to uh, uh, the name I won't repeat in these circumstances but in order to do that I need uh, some identification papers oh okay uh, I can write up
4: some papers I'll need some examples though do you have any
2: uh, anything I can look at Eh, yeah, I can describe them fairly well. What I'm looking for should not be overly familiar to the locals. Uh, I've come up with a name and a cover identity, but, uh, the city is fairly distant. It's, uh, Cantargo in the, uh, Archduchy of Ravenel. It's on the Varesean border quite some distance away from here, so... With a slight bit of luck, they shouldn't, uh, shouldn't notice any discrepancies. Okay. Uh, what would also be useful, and potentially I may be able to get us some supplies out of this, would be a uh, a letter of credit, if you will. Um, such things are often given to traveling nobles and whatnot from uh, from Chelyax for incidentals, emergencies, that sort of thing, stating that the Chelish embassy will pay for it and then charge the great house they belong to.
4: Who are you planning on using that against?
2: Uh, there are several Chelish merchants in town. I believe uh, perhaps we can, given time, perhaps we can get something useful out of them for the ship and have someone else pay for it. Using Chelish forged documents against Chelish merchants? You'd be amazed how little uh, the common folk from Chell are familiar with the intricacies of the infernal bureaucracy. <laughs> That's fine. You're on your
4: own. It's your ass, not mine. And so you we're doing the linguistics skill. Is that what I'm understanding?
1: You're doing two There's separate like two
4: forgeries? I think I get plus 40 to the first one and
2: 38 to the other. Plus 40 and plus 38? Yes. All right.
3: Yeah, I'll that, just roll a d20
4: over here. Yeah, that <laughs> tracks with my rule book. Yeah, yeah? Yeah. Cool.
2: Uh, well, Sebastian does have linguistics as well, and since he's describing it, I'd like to try and do an 8 and another on. Okay. Just All right. Know. I'm
4: going to give you some of the conditions on the skill check. Oh, that's for reading and writing. Creating a forgery... Plus 4 bonus if I have a copy, which you don't have. Uh, excuse me. To forge a document on which the handwriting is not specific to a person, you need to only have a similar document before, and you gain a plus 8 bonus to your check. To forge a signature, you need an autograph of that person to copy, and you gain a plus 4 bonus to your check. To forge a dog document, blah, 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 so it's a minute per page, and I have nothing to go off of.
2: Yeah, a description, okay. and it doesn't have to be a specific name. We're going, I would assume, probably generic clerk, chelish name from Kentargo. So, hopefully.
1: <laughs> All right, so with the linguistics check, you do not have a document. However, somebody is going to be describing the documents to you, so we'll just take a negative to the roll. Um, then I actually do the rolling for you, right? Yes. And then... You just present the documents later when it comes up in the role playing, and Mm -hmm. you have no idea if you are going to succeed or fail. It's beautiful moment for until they start stabbing me. Yeah, (laughs) excellent. All right, so with the negative in mind, what is your bonus to linguistics, Matt? Uh, Base plus ten. Okay, and then Chad Sebastian is trying to aid another. Do you succeed? Uh, Barely, but yes, that would be a ten exactly then with the eight another you get a plus two with the never seeing the documents before that's probably going to be a minus four so it's a negative two to your ten so it's an eight to the d20 roll overall right sure just making sure i got the math right here Uh huh. okay all
3: right you got a nine
4: <laughs> and uh, yeah that's well, we about are, my rolls right? we are letting west roll right? <laughs> Yeah. <no. laughs>
3: Everybody can, knows can one of us step around the screen? We'll roll the die, but we won't look at the number, but just let someone else roll. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: I'll do it. <laughs> no, 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 no,
3: no,
0: no, no, no. no, no, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anybody banned. but that, yes. <laughs> all right, I have your two magic numbers written down here. Mm-hmm. And what else are we accomplishing at night on the ship before we all go to sleep?
3: Uh, before we go to sleep, Zugray also wants to create a scroll, but that's that doesn't take any any role playing or anything, it's just like, right. oh, that's what I'm doing.
1: You got some bits of moss, drawing it's the feet like, on yeah, the page,
3: just, uh, doing some charcoal rubbings and things like that. I cannot wait. It's, f- it's bark skin, so I'm probably like pressing a leaf and gluing it onto the page.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait until you cosplay some actual scrolls from Zagre.
2: This, <laughs> I really want to see that. I want to see Davery, who's, what, 6'3", 6'4"? 6'4". Cosplaying a three-foot-tall goblin, <laughs> <be great>. personally. she's <laughs> yeah. on your knees, you're fine. Yeah, the, the <laughs> face paint's not even the most challenging part there.
4: <laughs> and I'm just going to continue to work on my coat. Okay, so doing some crafting, doing some
1: crafting, doing some forgery. Ark, anything special, or are you just drinking and going to bed? Sleeping. Kidney.
0: Hanging out with my bird for a little bit.
1: Kind of trying to train your tortuga up. Yep. Oh my goodness okay
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna see if i can find a deck of cards
1: teach him to play cards now stay away from my quarters (laughs) (laughs) okay uh so you all go to sleep for the night you wake up the next morning who wakes up first tortuga (laughs) (laughs) and then the squawking wakes up everyone else does does he do his best rooster impression oh no he so does. I think Owlbear wakes up first, right? <laughs> right. He's yeah. out on the prow of the ship crowing.
0: We did decide that was our new bell.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay, uh, it's hard to argue, so yep. there's uh, there's Owlbear. He wakes up and goes to the prow of the ship. And
0: then Tortuga's sitting next to him, trying to imitate him, mm-hmm. which is even better.
1: Yep. <laughs> and so you all wake up. Uh, Sebastian, let's visit you first.
2: You are going to the tailor first, correct? Correct. Um, as, as Sebastian gets up and seriously considers casting lip stitch on Owlbear,
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's uh, actually going to look around and see if uh, Kitnick is hanging out on the deck trying to catch Tortuga and shut him up as well. Is she? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You couldn't have found a quieter pet, Kitnik?
0: I mean, I could have, but this one was a little more convenient. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I have a uh, proposal for you. If okay. You will. Uh, I will be heading to the Chelish Embassy here shortly in, a, in an attempt to find some relevant information on shipping some of our mutual foes and... Uh, Potentially it may also be a place for you to find information on your own uh, goals as well. If anyone in this area is going to keep track of magical comings and goings, it will be the Chelish. They keep documents on everything. Mm -hmm. So what I'm proposing is this. It's uh, not uncommon in Cheliax for the various great houses to keep members of the small races, if you will, as slaves, servants, that sort of thing.
0: Okay <laughs>
2: don't give me that look. <laughs> charm person no <laughs> what I'm proposing is I believe I can get us both into the embassy with you posing as as a servant of uh, my alter ego, if you will.
0: Can I bring Tortuga?
2: as long as he stays quiet, sure
0: this sounds like fun <laughs> Okay, give me just a second.
1: Sebastian grabs Kidnick, drags her along on the adventure. She seems to be mostly willing. <laughs>
0: we get first, however, I had to run back down to my locker and secure my hat and Tortuga's hat, and then I put on my, my head kerchief.
1: Oh, and by secure, you mean actually locking up. Oh, yeah. And putting away. Okay. So <laughs> Ark can't steal it. Her prized possession. Right on. More so, Connor can't steal it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his own hat. He's yeah. fine. That's a keel Okay. Okay. So, Sebastian and Kitnick, you are headed to the free trade square. Correct. And you're talking to the tailor. You find the one that you uh, went, that you talked to earlier. You walk in, dingle, 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 and he goes, Oh, you're back. Uh, Very well. Do you have your letter from the embassy this time? Of course, my friend.
2: Here. And Sebastian will. Cross his fingers a little bit and pull out the uh, the embassy letter of credit, if you will. He takes the letter from you, opens
1: it up, reads over it just briefly, finds the account number he needs, folds it back up, hands it back to you, walks over, scribbles in his book for a second and says, Very well, uh, the books have been taken care of. Thank you very much. Uh, the embassy will be charged for your brand new suit. Of course. And here it is. And it's hanging on a little coat hook there, uh, and he says, there's a changing room in the back, if you would pre- like to go ahead and change. And your servant lady? E- indeed,
2: yes. Uh, she can sit over there. <laughs> and Sebastian realizes he hadn't given her a name, an appropriate chillish name. <coughs> uh. Sorry. <laughs> and then we realize Ark is sneaking in the back door. <laughs>
3: Pardon me. <laughs>
1: As the whole building shakes. <laughs> and so, what's her new Chellish name?
2: Synesia. <laughs> uh, go and sit. The <laughs> yes. greatest name ever. Uh-huh. Go. Uh, wait over there. I will be out momentarily. Arch Arc sneaks out the front door.
3: <laughs> dingle, dingle, dingle. <laughs>
1: Let's just take a second. Did you name her after the sneeze we yeah. just heard?
2: Maybe. <laughs> hey, it's a fine, shellish
3: name. She is <laughs> sneezier, as son of you. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta pause.
4: Wait, I, I re- admit waiting that. Waiting for, great, great, for the great handkerchief. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'm crying over here, guys. Adam, did you do that on purpose? No, I actually totally <laughs> forgot. <laughs> but if you could sneeze on cue, that is a fantastic. <laughs> My God! Incredibly perfect timing. <sighs> There are some things that are just too perfect, and that's right at the top of the list. See, that name is Fate. (laughs) I I forgot that was your name until you said it, and I was like, because I was like, what's so funny? Hey, fuck you guys.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly Sebastian is struck by inspiration.
5: (laughs) Okay.
1: Let's get back on track, guys. I needed it. I needed that. Five seconds of silence. Where's the rum? <laughs> right over there. Snesia. Right. Sneezia, hmm? Sneezia, yes. Yeah, very well. Then um, go take care of yourself over there or something. Just stay out of the way.
0: And I walk over to the chair and I'm just like touching everything. <laughs> not the cake!
2: <laughs> Sebastian is pointedly not hearing any of this as he goes to change. Uh few minutes pass by, Sebastian re-emerges
1: in his brand new clothes, and you make your way to the embassy? Is that where we're headed next? Yep,
2: yeah, I think we'll uh, go on to head, head to the embassy, see what we can uh, root out there. So you head towards the embassy, and as you
1: approach the place that you are directed that you are told is the embassy, you see a fairly plain-looking building very simple wooden structure. Very simple wooden door. No outside placard or sign or anything to indicate that it is indeed the Chelish embassy. But you do see two armed guards standing out front with obvious Chelish sigil on their cloak.
0: Are they like the English ones that can't move even if you go out and poke them?
1: No,
2: but close. Are they wearing big beef eater hats? Very similar, very similar, though. <laughs> well, Sebastian will... Uh walk right up to the door, or to the guards, I suppose, <laughs> and present them with his paperwork. I am Peter Count Cassius Hedranius of House Hinderthane, and I seek entrance.
1: Very well, show us your papers.
2: He hands them over.
1: They take your paper, they look it over. House Hinderthane. Hmm? They look it over a little bit, folds it up, holding, holding it in his hand, he raps on the door twice. Boom! Boom! door slowly starts to creak open after a couple of seconds which drag on into minutes <laughs> I'm waiting for the crossbow bolt to the face <laughs> creaks open a wisp of a man extremely skinny gray thinning hair uh reaches out and goes what hands him the paper he looks it over
3: wait a second
1: shuts the door again
2: <laughs> wait here please oh did you say interface? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for him to say no one gets to see the ambassador, but... Nobody. So you wait several minutes, drags on
1: five, ten, fifteen, thirty minutes passes by. Finally, the door creaks back open. Please, follow me. And it is a blonde woman, extremely well covered, all the petticoats, prim, proper, nose, about three feet in the air. Follow me. And she... Hmm? Come, Sinesia. Coming! And she leads you to the back through a row of people. It's extremely busy through there. People passing back and forth. You see a couple of people with, like, armfuls of paper dragging them from office to office, getting signatures, passing them on. It's just... And it's loud inside. You just hear yelling and screaming and some arguments happening over in the back room. You can tell it's your typical office arguments that you guys (laughs) deal with every single day fish in the microwave, that sort of thing
0: <laughs> uh, It's gonna happen a lot in a port town
1: All the time She leads you back to an office where there is a gentleman sitting behind a desk just covered in papers. He looks up and goes, Sola, Sola Erbica, what can I do to help you? And the blonde lady just nods and leads you to your business
2: I am, uh, Paracount Hadranius of House Hinderthane. Yes, yes, House Hinderthane. I read your paper. What can I help you with? Very good for you. Uh, I am seeking, uh, information in this area. As I understand it, the embassy potentially has access to survey records in this area. Uh, survey records, sure, yeah. Um, but why are you coming to me? You were the one I was directed
1: to. Okay, okay. All right, very well. Um... Survey records we can help you with. Uh, is there, like, I see your house hinder thing, so I'm assuming your secret mission for house is to secure shipments of supplies to build more weapons. Am I guessing correctly here? Because I'm just going to cut right to the chase.
2: Well, I wouldn't admit to such, but. Of course uh, not, of course not, yes. Potentially, yes. Okay, then.
1: Uh, very well. I'll just go ahead and tell you. And then, as he begins his next sentence, the blonde lady walks in again, raps on the door, and goes, Sorry, sir. Sorry to interrupt, but it's very important business. There is a sergeant at the door looking for an answer to a letter that he just brought in. And she's kind of like nodding and waving with her hands. And he's like, oh, fine. Very well. Uh, the two of you. Well, the one of you, if you'll have a seat here, I'll be right back. Of course. Wait here, please.
2: Of course. And he leaves. <laughs> Sebastian quickly gives Kitnick the high sign to, you know. He will block the door, assuming the door doesn't shut behind... There's not a... There's no door. It's just a frame. Sebastian will casually stand and sort of lean against the door as opposed to sitting or pace back and forth to kind of block it Mm -hmm. and gesture for Kittnik to quickly go through his desk.
0: What am I looking for?
2: Shipping schedules, documents, anything useful, warehouse list, anything that looks interesting. We don't have much time, I suspect.
0: Good thing I can read.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know damn well you speak infernal. You can probably read most of the documents.
0: So I start sorting through just whatever's easy to get to.
2: All right. So there are
1: piles upon piles of paper spread all over this office. And you're just going through them at a time. Just flipping through them, trying to draw something out that looks interesting. Yep. Give me a D6 roll. Four. A four. You see one labeled gem shipment. Give me another roll. We're going to do a total of three. G-Y-M? It's a bunch of barbells? <laughs> yes, a bunch of barbells.
0: Or J-I-M? <laughs> Two.
1: Two. You see one labeled requests for ships. Six. And you see one labeled spy report. Those are the three that you find as you flip through. Which one do you <laughs> Davey's over there making great sense. <laughs> Which one of those would you like to look at more specifically, or do you want to attempt to steal them? What do you want to do with what you have
0: found? Okay, so one was gym shipments. gem shipments
1: G E M. Yes. <laughs>
0: one was something about spies. Yes. And the a other spy one report. was a thing about ships?
1: Request for ships. Yes.
0: The gems, duh. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs>
0: if those are my options.
1: Uh, so you look at the one labeled Gem Shipment. You see that it is information about a shipment of gems coming out of Sergava. It is expected to occur in about two months. The ship is expected to leave the very first week of the month of Lamashan.
0: And then I'm going to take a quick glance at the one about spies.
1: About that time, you hear footsteps coming down the hallway.
0: All right, I'm shoving that piece of paper down my shirt and running back over to uh, Sebastian.
1: So you're stealing that piece of paper.
0: No, I said I'm shoving it down my shirt. I'm still in the building. It's not stolen until it's across <laughs> the, the
3: threshold.
1: I can't argue. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. That's Walmart rules. <laughs>
0: it's, it's, not yeah, it's not stealing till you leave. It's not stealing until you leave.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, he comes back in. He uh, sits back down at his desk. He looks just... <sighs> Excuse me, I just need to catch my breath for a second. There is a local uprising at one of our local mining operations and I had to deal with that immediately. However, hopefully that is taken care of now. Um, and I believe you are getting to the chase of the matter which is you need to secure a shipment. I am just here to tell you All of my people are busy dealing with this mining operation and the local uprising there. I can't help you in any way. Is there anything else that I cannot do
2: for you? Perhaps, in light of a shipment, I do also perhaps need transport for myself and Sinesia. Perhaps, can you tell me the schedule of Chela ships that will be docking here or near here that I may secure passage on? There have been some unfortunate incidents of late. Um
1: one second, and he starts digging through the papers that same exact stack that Kitnick was rummaging through in just a second ago, and he pulls it out and says Yep, just as I remembered, there is a request from Chelyax about a shipment of ships. Anything new, anything available
2: is to report to Jim Crown Bay Hmm, interesting Well, very well, I will not take up any more of your time Can you point me to where the survey records are, and I will simply look for them myself. And he just goes To see
1: ya! Ducea, come here. And the blonde woman walks in and says, Yes, show him to the survey record office, please, and his servant. And she leads you off, and I'm assuming at this point you're just killing time until it seems
2: appropriate to leave. A little bit of that. If there happen to be any other records nearby when no one's watching that we can rifle, that too, but otherwise, yeah, it's... An appropriate amount of time before we get the heck out of Dodge. All right, before I'm, he notices a missing document.
1: So I'm picturing you guys like going through the documents. Kidnik, what do you do?
0: I've been watching for any sort of sign that says treasure room.
1: <laughs> there are not very many of those I didn't think around there was, here.
0: But I'm still looking. Okay. Um, I'm just hanging out with Sebastian. Waiting to see if we need to have some sort of distraction for our getaway. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just I'm making a plan.
1: Okay. Uh, it's... Extremely uneventful. You can spend an hour here and nobody bothers you. Nobody comes in. Nobody leaves. It's just an office with old parchment paper stacked all the way around with all of the information that you need to actually survey some of the local area around you find some information. Exciting stuff. Mining operations and some other jungles and...
2: (laughs) All very boring. Of course. Uh, Yeah, if Sebastian can locate anything on Potentially contracts with uh, That the the embassy may have brokered They're unlikely to be here But he will look
1: You look around for him But there is nothing with that sort of information In this room
2: They've probably locked it away Unless you think you can uh, slip through this mess And find something else It may be best to simply move on Before they uh, realize we are not who we say we are
0: Probably not a bad idea And
1: so you begin to make your way out of the building I believe so. Uh, do you see uh, you see her as she's walking from office to office? Uh, she just kind of waves at you, kind of like looks at you expectantly.
2: Sebastian will wave her off and give her the give her the wink. She winks back, <laughs> and you make your way to the door. <laughs> On second thought, Sebastian turns around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get to the door. You open it. You pass through the two guards standing outside, and you're out back into
2: Blood Cove.
0: Uh.
2: Not as useful as I thought, but, uh, what was that document I saw you, uh, stuffing?
0: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking
2: about. You're subtle, you're not that subtle, and your shirt doesn't normally look like that unless you've got very lumpy. <laughs> and I'm gonna hold you guys right there. We'll find out
1: what happens between Sebastian and Kidnick in a few minutes. But first, so let's check in with Zugray. When did you wake up?
3: Uh, well, I assume he couldn't sleep through, uh, owlbear crowing at the top of his (laughs) lungs about eight yeah nine o'clock in the morning yeah some miserable time like that yeah (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm gonna bite his ankles off (laughs) (laughs) and so
5: what are you doing for the day right Zugray is actually gonna try and find Ark you find him in mm-hmm. his chair asleep. <laughs> I like to imagine that he's taken his beard and, like, shoved it into his ear holes. <laughs> like, he's learned by now that no thing, nothing can get past uh, Albert, so he just prepares. He just pulls his helmet down low <laughs> yeah, to keep exactly. the sun
3: out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zucker's just going to keep poking at Ark. Hey, Ark! Ark! Yes,
5: Ark! Yes, yes, yes. I need your help. Okay. I need you to carry something big and heavy. I'm good at this. <laughs> Point to it. So, Zigray so like will point
3: at the dragon else. Can you? I need to take this to Paulus cuz I got trade to I got to trade something for it. Paulus,
5: who's who's Paulus? You'll find out. Come on, grab it. Okay. All right, will get up out of his chair, begrudgingly walk over to the dragon, grab it by its tail and just flip it over his shoulder. <laughs> Man, could you
1: imagine being woken up early in the morning after being up all night and being told to carry something
5: heavy?
0: That's yeah. Ark's life, yeah.
5: right?
1: Yeah. Like,
0: he
5: picks well, things up, up and puts things down you know, <laughs> Especially when there's a three-foot goblin running around yeah, <laughs> Goodness, that would just not
1: be the way I want to wake up in the morning I'll just say that Alright, so you guys are headed to Paulus, then, is that
3: right? Yes, while we're there, Zagre is going to talk in Scald Because I want to communicate with Ark But I don't. I want to reduce the likelihood that people around us might understand what we're saying
1: Alright, so this is all in Scald Yes From here on. okay
3: Paulus is a guy who runs a herpetorium actually a herpetarium but he can't say that right so i gotta carry that dragon skin in because i'm gonna trade it for a uh, dinosaur from him another thing that i want to do is i want to find out why that thing attacked stumpy hands because that's not normal
5: i agree it is not normal for them to dragon to just come in to the town first of all but then to single-handedly get at somebody and then immediately turn to us when we show up we have no bearing i mean something's going on with this thing right super weird so you're trading in a dead dinosaur for another dinosaur for a
3: live dinosaur. Yep. That's fair Yeah, I figure we're getting the uh, better end of that stick.
5: Yeah, yeah. Fair enough and uh, about the
1: time that conversation ends you were standing in front of Paulus's door All right, you can go in yeah, we walk in tick 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 for the wooden bell you walk in. There's Paulus. He's working on a nice long uh, snake at the table on the thing. He's kind of like looking at its mouth and making sure it's nice and smooth. And he actually dangles a
5: little rat over the top and feeds it. And he hears the bell open. He turns around and goes, ah, are you here for a donation? And to- about that time, the dragonel just slams right in front of him. <laughs> oh. Hey, hi, Paulus! Z- hi, Zugray. Got
3: your skin.
1: Yes. Yes, you do. Um... Would you mind having your friend deliver it to the back room, please? Sure, that's not a problem. But first
3: off, I got a question for you. Okay. So, this skin... And Zuckray starts beating a bongo drum on mm-hmm. it. This skin comes from a dragon owl that just randomly attacks somebody in the middle of the city. Yes, I remember. All right. I think we can all agree, all three of us here, four, including the snake, that's super weird, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Do you? I don't know much about dragon owls, but I'm assuming you do. So... Is it norm? Is it normal for them to come into a city? Are they a smart creature? Is what's going on here?
1: Well, first of all, Dragonel is roughly as smart as your most intelligent dog, maybe slightly smarter than that. For them to come into our city to attack is very weird, to say the least. Uh, they live in the cliffs and the bluffs above and beyond the city. However, they never. Come here, for one to actually land in the city and then attack people in the city, is dumb,
3: right? Okay, so I was wondering. Like, all I can think is, I don't know. Did maybe old Stumpy Hands roll around in something, so this thing thought it was a fe- he was a female dragonel and it was trying to mate with him? It's or, possible. Yeah. Or is there something else that would cause him to think like go rabid? Well, unfortunately,
1: you've already destroyed the evidence. In degloving the entire skin as well as butchering the corpse. Uh, I mean, I got all the parts still, and I didn't
3: even see anything anything out of the ordinary when I was doing it.
1: I mean, surely there's nothing left to find. Just have your friend bring it to the back,
3: if you would. Yeah, he'll bring it over to the back. That's no problem. Could you maybe just give it a once over? I mean, you know what's going on here. You've been here before for a while, I'm guessing. He winks at you. For a gold
1: donation to Paulus's Herpetorium, I would be glad to look it over one more time.
5: So, you like your shop intact, right? I do. Well, this dragon's pretty big. I may not be able to fit it through that door with your shop still intact if you don't help. (coughs) He coughs. Is that a threat? No, I'm just clumsy.
1: (laughs) But you would not be clumsy if I promise... To look at the
5: skin. Is that what I'm understanding? I might be caring more about your shop. And he looks it's at Zagre and smiles. <laughs> <laughs> Give me
2: an intimidation roll art. Zugre gives a big
3: toothy grin and two thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's a nice herpetarium you got there. It'd be a shame if something were to happen to it. Uh, 20.
1: Very well. Uh, please be careful and don't knock anything or open
5: those cages because they could eat, all of these could eat us. And Ark will give him a big thumbs up and slowly start dragging the dragon L through the door, making sure it doesn't touch anything. Zuckray watches
3: him go through the back and then just pulls out a gold coin and hands it to Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Not a problem. (laughs) Puts
1: it in the little donation box there by the corner. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, So I will look it over, say, two hours.
3: That's great. That'll give me enough time to get Trudy over to the ship. Ah, right.
1: Trudy. That's the whole reason you're here in the skin and the stuff. Okay, one second, please. Hold on. All right. And he he starts making his way over to a cage. He opens it up, brings Trudy out, talks to Trudy briefly, puts a leather harness around it, four-point harness, with a little leash attached, and begins teaching you several of the commands that Trudy already understands, such as, like, sit, attack, go. Wait. Play the that kazoo. Sort of <laughs> All right. So we'll decide what tricks Trudy actually knows later as far as the actual mechanics go. But he teaches you a few of the commands that Trudy already understands.
3: Okay. Sounds good.
1: So about that time, Ark comes out uh, after Mithanar shows him where to put the dragon corpse in the back, especially so that they can study it later. And he sees you learning the commands with Trudy, and Trudy
5: is ready to go. Uh, Ark will ask one last question I know that you're going to look over the body but uh, is there anyone in town that may be friends with the L, maybe trying to observe them anyone else in town that might be an expert on dragonels? that would be me just you huh
1: when it comes to reptiles and dragons everyone comes to me
5: well if my little friend Zug here trusts you then I guess I have to trust you as well
1: Probably a good idea, and thank you for not wrecking my shop.
5: You're welcome. Uh, and then any... he'll look down at Zuck and smile.
1: Thumbs up, <laughs> <laughs> two thumbs up. <laughs> Paulus will hold his hand out, and your name is Ark. Ark, thank you very much, Ark. And uh, anything else
3: you guys want to accomplish while you're in the shop? Uh, not while we're in the shop, no.
1: All right, so you guys make your way out the door. You head down the docks towards uh, Greater Town. It's been maybe
3: an hour, hour and a half at this point. Are you walking a lizard on the leash? Yes, yeah, so I'm carrying him on a leash. Just walk. It's and it's a Trudon. Looks they look a lot like a Velociraptor.
5: Yeah, they're like kind bit.
3: of like a big chickenish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's chicken. Yeah. So Zugray starts walking down the street with
5: the the Trudon on the leash, and he goes,
3: "Hey, while we're out, let's grab a chicken. I'm gonna watch you. I want you to see this thing and eat it.
5: I would love that." Out of curiosity, won't Wampus get jealous? Why? Are you not replacing your cat with a lizard? Hell no! This is for the boat. I see. This is a guard. This is a guard dog for the ship. For the other guard dog, Albear. Right. We'll yeah. train them up together. They can fight. This will be great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> Actually, I figure it's somebody that's about the same intellectual level as Albert. Yeah, so, you know, much. I, I,
3: th- like I to- think you can actually teach the Trudon more tricks than you can teach Albert. So.
2: <laughs> I just like to imagine us boarding a ship and sending this
5: Velociraptor with Albert on the back <laughs> onto the other ship and just letting it take over. <laughs> yeah.
3: But yeah, man, we're going to keep this thing on the- we're going to keep this thing on the lower levels of the ship. It's going to hang out. Anyone tries to get on our ship, this thing's just going to wreck them.
5: Yeah, that and the Naga. Right? I think we're safe. Let's visit Fane, shall we? Fane gets
4: up, you know, early-ish, but he, isn't, he won't leave the ship. He won't leave his uh, captain's cabin till later in the day when it starts to get a little darker. So he spends the morning crafting.
1: Okay, so you're spending several hours crafting, and then you're going to get out into the greater part of the city. What is your goal in the city?
4: I am going to try to spread infamy.
1: Excellent. So later on in the day, we'll catch up and see how you're doing this. Okay. Um, but we're still right around the 2, 3 o'clock time. Let's visit Zugrey and Ark. I picture when we come back to visit you two, you are actually trying
5: to feed the chicken to Trudy. Right. I like to think I've got two or three and I'm tossing them in the air <laughs> like, to see if he'll jump up and grab them. <laughs> yeah, I want to bring him back to the ship because
3: mm-hmm. for Zagre, this is fun. Like I want everyone else to see this. This is great. You're going to love this.
1: So you were actually on the ship then? Yeah. With you doing tricks with Trudy?
3: Right, getting everybody up on the main deck. Going, watch this! Watch this! Watch this!
1: And it leaps up into the air high, grabs it, snaps it, slams down on its back. Whatever it needs to do to entertain the crowd, it is playing it up.
4: Fane might actually have his attention drawn by that. Oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you would hear this happening up on the yeah, main deck. Yeah, you probably
3: hear a lot of god awful
4: squawking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll I'll walk out of the captain's. Kevin, uh, just to kind of see what's going on, and you see them feeding chickens—live chickens—is
1: that what I'm understanding? to yes. oh live chickens. live
3: chickens to a six-foot velociraptor.
4: What you got there is that?
3: <laughs> I got us a guard dog. Is it a baby? Is it a baby?
4: No, it's—it's uh, <laughs> probably—it's not even it doesn't even have the young
1: template anymore, so it's probably <laughs> a normal adult. <laughs> so it's not going to get much bigger.
3: Nah, not much bigger. Maybe a little fatter if we keep feeding these chickens.
4: Okay.
5: will we- toss another one in the air.
3: <laughs> 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 Snap.
4: Fane will just shake his head and walk back to the captain's cabin.
3: Hey, at some point you're going to have to learn how to call, call it off. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> uh. All right, so uh, what? Is, so you leave, or you have
3: the dinosaur,
1: Trudy, back on
3: the ship. What are you doing next? Once we've given Paulus the appropriate amount of time, we're going to head back out to See what he's found out.
1: You actually meet Paulus about halfway down the boardwalk. He is running as fast as he can with a piece of paper waving around in his hand. He sees you on the other side of the dock. He's like, Zagre! 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 Hold on. i got to catch my breath. <sighs> the red og. What? I didn't believe I would find anything on that skin, but I was scraping around on it, and I saw this dust. This, and as much dust as was on this skin, it's no wonder that he attacked the town. It's absurd. The Red Vetch. Have you ever heard of the Red Vetch? Red Vetch. You've heard of it, right?
3: Out of character? Has Zugrey heard of a I'll Red Vetch? do a Knowledge Nature.
0: Okay. I got that. Did you?
4: <laughs> no.
0: You <laughs> don't have that. I'm sorry.
5: <laughs> I got an eight. Ah. So, here's a question. This may be uh, you may not allow this, so it's going to lead GM discretion here. I don't have Knowledge Nature, but I have Profession Trapping. Like, animal trapping, so Mm -hmm. I imagine I would know a little bit about animals. Is this something I've ever heard of?
1: No. Okay. This would be strictly in the knowledge nature category. Okay, that's fair. But you're about to find everything out about it that you could ever want to know.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Never heard of it, pal. The scarlet vetch, it it grows all
1: over around here, but when something eats it, it sends it into a red rage. Come back, come back, come back, follow follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me. let's go. And so he brings you back to his uh, his little abode, and he brings out. Or he calls to Mithanar, who brings out a uh, a vial, and he's like, "Watch this!" And he takes out a little bit, and he f- puts it on a small piece of meat and feeds it to one of the lizards, smaller lizards in the thing. A couple seconds later, this thing goes into a wild rage. Like, almost its eyes almost turn red, and it just starts gnashing at the bars. Boom! Boom! Slamming up against it, just gnawing at him, trying to, like, crush the bar. He's like, Look, the red vetch. That
3: looks like you, Stark, man.
5: Imagine, it's like, a, a l- raging gecko. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's why he turns to yes. Argus. That looks like you, man. Uh, similar to when I get angry.
3: Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. So, okay. So. You think maybe this is why this thing flew into town and just started going nuts?
1: Absolutely. With as much of the Scarlet Vetch as I found on this dragon skin that you have already annihilated and skinned and drug all over town. After it fell on the water. Right? With the amount that were under the scales and all through it, it is, it's no wonder. it—it it, as This has to be what it was. We call it the rad, Red
5: Ag. Could someone have manufactured this possibly? Ah, uh, doubtful,
1: doubtful. I mean, they could have fed it, it could be something like that, but with the amount of dust and everything I found under its skin, I think it just fell into a patch and ate some by accident. So there's no Zug going on here. I mean, it's always possible, Ark.
3: Because, <laughs> I mean, we we know somebody who's really fond of red, bit of an asshole. I mean, it could happen. Fond of red? Yeah, and a bit of an asshole. <laughs>
1: Most assholes wear red. Yeah.
3: All right. That tracks. Well, great, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks.
1: <laughs> uh, nope. No problem. Actually, the fact that I found it is spectacular. I am so good at my job. <laughs> Um, this box sure is empty.
3: (laughs) Sure is, pal. All right. Well, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: Zug, it's been a pleasure doing business with you.
3: I appreciate it. Uh, By the way, I think Trudy's getting on real well with the rest of the crew. Oh,
1: just remember, never feed it chicken.
3: (laughs) I would never dream of it.
1: Very good. Uh, He can sometimes get a little gassy.
5: Okay. So he's sleeping in the captain's quarters. So
3: that's what I'm hearing, yeah.
5: <laughs> in the crow's nest to give us a little boost.
0: <laughs> Jet power! Oh,
1: no. So it's getting on later in the day. Uh, it's right about the same time that Sebastian and Kitnick are actually exiting the Chellish embassy. It's probably three, four o'clock in the afternoon at this
2: point. What are you two up to? Well, oh, Kitnick... Again, you're not normally that lumpy. <laughs> so, this document.
0: Fine! <laughs> so, I'm going to pull out the, the document mm-hmm. that I have. It's something about spies.
2: After we are safely out of sight of the embassy guards.
0: Yeah, I, f- I figured Let me just
2: emphasize you. that. Sure, sure, yeah. sure.
1: Um, I always assume my players do the most intelligent thing ever. Right.
0: Oh, you put a lot of faith in us. <laughs>
1: So right under the words in bold of spy report, you see the name Itesh Al Abadar. <laughs> well, go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, there's a lot of wordy language about what the spy did and tracking the time periods Wait, and stuff. Is for, he the spy? With no.
0: Or did he write the report?
1: He was being spied upon. Oh, the report okay. is about Itesh Al Abadar.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha. Hmm.
1: But the crux of the entire document centers around one or two very simple ideas. One is he has suspected dealings with sources outside of the Aspis Consortium. Which you know to be dealing with the ships for someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, He's also suspected of having dealings with a drow. All right, so let's
0: see here. Blah, blah, blah... Two time and on Aspis blah 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 drow.
2: Wait, what? <laughs> and it says it,
0: right there, drow.
1: It just describes the drow that they have seen in as much detail as they can give, with a slight sketch off to the right. But that's the most that you can get out of it. Does that's all like, they know.
0: Look like anyone we know?
2: <laughs> well, I don't think we saw them.
0: I mean, do we know any drow? We, we might know a drow. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: As she pointedly (laughs) looks at Matt. (laughs) Just want to point out. Uh, But no, uh,
2: Matt's character Fane is not a drow. Just making sure. Is there any indication in the document that there's an active spy inside Itesh's organization?
1: Uh, From the descriptions that you get in there, you assume that it's people looking from rooftops or just following behind him, but nothing
2: inside. Gotcha. Interesting. We may want to discuss this with the... With the rest of the uh, officers when we get back. In the meantime, let's say we see if we can't put this letter of credit to use, huh? I like that idea. And we'll find out what you guys are doing with that in just a minute. <laughs> uh, Fane,
1: it's yep. later on in the day. Sun's probably setting in the distance. It's time for you to go
4: on the prowl. Uh, Fane is going to head out to the tickling keel hall first. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: We learned about <laughs> keel hauling in the first episode, Matt. We know doesn't, it doesn't tickle. Yeah, it doesn't tickle. <laughs> that is a misnomer.
4: It's it's a tavern. Alright, the tickling keel haul. The tickling you keel. You show
0: haul. up, the
1: place is a bustle with pirate activity. People and sailors in general.
4: I'm just gonna quietly walk up to the bar and order an ale. And just talking to the bartender, start telling the tale. Uh, from Bone Rack Isle on Fullboard. I ain't got
1: time for your whole life story here, but tell the rest of the group.
4: Well, I just. I only get to the point where we fight the whale, mm-hmm. and I pay for my ale, and I head out.
1: Wait, how did it end?
4: I don't. <laughs> did you around, win? And I start heading toward Ben Bao's wheelhouse. And then we all died. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, uh, so. There are a couple of pirates following behind you. They overheard what you were telling the bartender. And they're just following behind you very slowly. You get to Ben bows. Again, very, very busy. It's three deep at the bar by this point.
4: Quietly walk up to the bar. <laughs> Wait my turn. Find a stool.
1: What are you drinking?
4: I'll have an ale. Very well. Continue the story on to Rickety Hakes. Sort of leaving out that we attacked a fishing boat. Um, Tell the story about going up to the mountains Or up into the jungle to fight the Naga And I pay for my ale And I walk out And on your way out There is a buxom lass Walks up to you I stop (laughs) (laughs) What's your name there, sailor? I am Captain Fane of the Fortune's Revenge Ah, the Fortune's Revenge You're a captain? I am a captain
1: (gasps) That is amazing can't you tell by the very fine coat?
2: <laughs>
1: oh, honey, I love drinking flaming passions. Would a big, mighty sailor like you like to buy a little lady a
4: drink? Sure, if you want to join me at the blood rot, I walk out. <laughs> the blood rot? That's and next she kind of looks around. Kind of bar hopping.
1: She kind of follows you out, and she'll put her hand on your shoulder and maybe around your waist, and every once in a while, when you pass by an alley, you kind of feel a tug to go down the alley. And she kind of looks at you and winks. It's okay, big boy. Maybe we'll find one of these later. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> Good down the alley. <laughs> oh, you're a, a mighty, a viral, a viral, what? Viral? <laughs> Possibly.
3: I mean, depends on how many doxies and how many ports. <laughs> so what level is the cleric on our ship?
4: Doesn't Zerk have disease.
3: cure disease? Yes.
2: <laughs> it's cure disease. Uh, in our repertoire. <laughs>
1: My, you're a virile one. Not even a drink in me yet, and you're already going to take me down this here little alley? we are about to pull me off my feet. Well, sure, big boy. A big, mighty captain like you. As you're walking down the alley, she uh, allows you to throw her up against the wall. She kind of winks at you, and you feel a sharp dagger in your back. Give me a perception
3: check. <laughs> yep, that's a dagger. <laughs> <laughs> or are you just happy to see me?
1: This
0: <laughs> is the best buxom lass I've ever heard.
3: <laughs> Resay your roll,
1: huh? Resay your roll, ten. Ten for your perception. Yes, it is definitely a dagger. Ah, it's and not she, her. It is not her. Okay, she has both hands in front of her, and she just kind of winks at you and slinks off. I'll see you later. You <laughs> if you can find me, big boy, maybe we'll uh, make it worth your while later. <laughs> <laughs> your accent's amazing. Uh, Fane turns around. Very well. When you turn around, you see a tall woman, probably about 6'1", in bright red vermilion armor.
3: See? Yeah. Assholes, Assholes in, in red.
1: <laughs> and she holds the knife at your throat.
4: That's like her waist level. Pretty much. Thane. <laughs> tall.
1: <laughs> Where
4: is, is far? What race does she appear to be?
1: Uh, full helmet mask Tall woman You really can't tell a race uh, no Especially accent. It's about what you hear It's pretty Just uh, non-committal I guess is a good word
4: Okay
0: Skin color
1: but Can't see skin Like she's fully covered In this armor I want to cast vanish Okay She holds the knife To your throat Like And presses hard Oh like
4: my main Yes So let's roll initiatives Okay Six. (laughs) Much
1: higher than that. (laughs) So we're going to go in initiative order. Okay. Uh, You were trying to cast a spell, but she gets to act first. So she is merely pressing the dagger into your throat. She doesn't actually attack, but it's sort of like prepare to attack if you see something
4: go hinky. All right. So she's basically tightening her grip. Yes, absolutely. In in that case, I am going to cast a different spell. Okay. I am going to cast Liberating Command on myself, which is a re, uh, reactive spell. So it's, it's like an instant cast. It's like spell? an instant cast. Yeah. Man, Pathfinder, so many rules. <laughs> I would imagine I would still have to cast defensively. I mean, sure, I'm still casting a spell. Is it one action? Is it an immediate? It is an immediate action. Uh, immediate spells, as far as I know, do not provoke. I'm going to go with
1: that ruling for now until uh, our listeners tell us that I did it completely wrong awesome uh, but I actually like the idea that you can just bust out an immediate action spell like that uh, without giving her an attack of opportunity
4: okay you can And can playing we- on our discord yep <laughs> what that does is adds uh, plus 10 to my escape artist check to get out of her grip alright so
1: we'll say that you're grappled at this point okay. uh, so give me your roll and it's going to be against her combat maneuver defense <laughs> Plus eight. All right. Your point is down. Roll the one, bitch. <laughs> uh, 29.
4: 29
1: on your escape artist check to yes. get out of grapple. Yes. You are out of
4: grapple. Okay. That was a free action or an immediate action. Okay. When I'm out of grapple, I am going to cast vanish. Now you need to cast defensively, yes. correct?
3: While he's doing that check I actually was looking at the rules While you were doing that And yeah uh, Immediate and swift actions Do not provoke attacks of opportunity oh, That's cool so Awesome So you did it right Learn something
1: that. new today
4: I forgot how to cast defensively.
1: Uh You have to beat the standard DC With a spell check Spellcraft check Vanish is a first level spell
4: Yeah so Concentration check Not spellcraft Bingo So it's level plus stat Right 21 21
1: should be plenty yeah. All right, so you cast Vanish. Poof, you're disappeared. That's my round. All right, uh, she takes a five-foot step back and also casts Vanish. And she will use as her free action, Fane. I don't want to kill you. I want to hire you. Where is
4: Isfar? I'm not really a fan of your hiring process. I want to take 20 (laughs) to Mm -hmm. identify her. I have a feeling I know what she is. I... Matt has a feeling that she's a Red Mantis, right? So sure. I do want to take 20 and okay. gather as much information as I can right. about the Red Mantis assassin people. What is your total? Uh, what am I rolling?
1: Uh, you said you're taking 20 on a knowledge.
4: Knowledge? Nobility? Okay. Uh, 28.
1: 28. So you can know a fair bit about the Red Mantis associate, uh, assassins. assassins. They are based off of a an island not far away from Port Peril. Okay. Uh, they are almost strictly women. They do contracts, but they also have their own little organization. They have a rule that they do not attack actual nobles, but they will hire on for assassin gigs on just about anything else. And you also remember that Isfar's mother was supposedly one of these Red Mantis assassins.
4: What does the Red Mantis want with the non-member son of a dead assassin? Dead, you think? Absolutely not. His mother wants
1: him found. I'm to bring him home. So, Fane, she has offered 3,000 gold for information leading to his retrieval. Do you understand me? And then, poof, you're both back from being vanished.
4: And I was, didn't really say it, but I want to be moving towards more of a uh, populated area. Sure. As we're speaking. Okay. How much information are you wanting for 3,000 gold? Anything I can get my hands on. We had him at Rickety Hakes
1: with you. We know he probably left there at some point, but we can't find him.
4: Let me see the gold. I don't
1: have it on me. And it's not until he is found and brought home. Ah. But our word is our bond. We must find Isfar.
4: And as far as I know, Isfar took off and I've not seen him since. Doesn't make any sense.
5: Hmm.
1: Very well. And she reaches behind her, and she pulls out a long cylindrical tube. And she says, use this whenever you find information. The information will come directly to me if you use this spell. And she'll hand it out in front of her. And of course, you're like 40 or 50 feet away at this point.
4: It has to take magic.
1: It's, uh, you would
4: imagine it's a scroll. Okay. Just set it down. I'll pick it up. Do you not trust me, Thane? Assassin with a blade to my throat? No, I don't usually trust those kind of people. You're smarter than you look. And she'll just toss the scroll out in front of her. It'll go click, click, click on the ground. And I grab the scroll, put it in my pocket. And she'll turn
1: around and walk down the alley
4: away from you. And I back out of the alley away from her and head to the blood rot. And you get to the blood rot. Hey! Alright, um, so by this
3: point you
1: probably have ten, maybe a dozen people following behind you from <laughs> Where were they the whole time?
3: <laughs> <laughs> maybe they made it to the Blood Rot first and were just waiting yeah. <laughs> Is part Well of they the figured you were
1: busy with that doxy. Yeah, yeah exactly, so they're standing outside <laughs> and they see you and they're like So how was it? Yeah? Yeah, it was fun, wasn't it? It was
4: exhilarating I bet it
1: was, <laughs> oh,
4: They all slap you on the back, now tell us the rest of the story. Fane will walk into the Blood Rot, mm-hmm. quietly go to the bar <laughs> order an ale and continue the story from uh the naga back down to Riggity's hakes and on to bloodcove and then pay for his ale and get up and walk towards the pirate's hook which is the closest sh- tavern to our ship
1: about it's- the time that you're headed towards the pirate's hook i think about this time if i'm not mistaken you may see sebastian and kitnick headed that direction is that something that would happen you two? Sure why, um, sure, why not?
0: It's about dinner time.
1: Sure. Uh, it's uh, getting hungry. As you're making your way away from the embassy, you see a hassle of people following your captain into the pirate's
2: hook.
0: I get a little bit uh, concerned. Hey, Sebastian, I mean, I know he's charismatic, but is that normal?
2: Well, I mean, it doesn't look like an angry mob, so I think he's fine. But eh, on the other hand, let's see what they have for dinner and we'll find out eh? And then we'll head to the market. I like this plan. And what are Zugrey and Ark up to? Uh,
3: I've had to buy a couple of things in the market, but nothing really exciting worth talking about. So, other than getting more chickens,
5: <laughs> <laughs> unless Ark has a plan, I imagine I probably have a few things I got to buy too. Right. And if I'm walking down, like walking back towards the ship, I probably see Fane and uh, his party. You would, yeah. Uh, in fact, on the
1: docks back behind him, you probably see Sebastian and Kitnick kind of eyeballing them, giving them a little confused
5: look. Well, so, if I see that they're walking into a bar, I just assume he's buying, so I'm just going <laughs> to run up to the crowd.
3: <laughs> I like his plan, yeah.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so the whole group finds themselves together back at the Pirate's Hook. What's Fane up to?
4: Fane will walk in quietly, walk up to the bar, <laughs> order a nail, and continue the story through the dragonell fight, describing in much more detail now, because I'm assuming a lot of these people have either heard the story already or maybe saw some of it. And the pirate's hook is right outside of where the dragon L fell through the hole. Yes. After getting to the point where Ark is being lifted up by the dragon L, Fane will stand up, not pay for his, his ale, kind of look at one of the other people who's been following me since the tickling keyhole mm mm-hmm. Just kind of eyeball him. Oh, man, they'll start throwing money at the bartender. Walk out of the pirate's hook to the hole, cast Silent Image, 90 square feet, of the dragonel carrying a large arc who's hauling a fist back to punch the dragonel in the fist, add the actual add magic missiles that struck the dragonel in the eye, and show it falling through the hole, and finish the story up with that.
1: There's a couple of carpenters working on that hole, <laughs> and they don't have it quite filled back in yet. And this image towering over them, it's one of them trips on his own feet, falls backward, and into the water behind you. Splash. That was amazing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's so cool.
1: And so the whole audience is just in awe of everything that you have done so far. And now I think it is time for you to give me an infamy check. And I'm gonna use a hero point. And don't forget about that. We'll find out about the results of this next week. Oh, give me that hero point back. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> right now. <laughs> nice job, everybody. That was a great that was good fun great work